Good afternoon. Thank you for calling Lincoln Insurance. This is Kristen. May I help you? Yeah, can I speak to Michelle, please? Sure. Can I tell her who's calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Oh, sure. Hold on, Joey. Thank you. Good afternoon. Michelle. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Well, it's the client at the center of everything. Like we have a beautiful balance between humanizing the insurance and basically, you know, communicating with them the way they want to be communicated with. That's pretty good because we certainly do. That was my good friend, Michelle Linka of Linka Insurance in Jupiter, Florida, talking about putting the client at the center of everything. And if you remember back uh, the previous episode that Michelle was on, episode 276, how good is your creative variable or something like that? Um, again, talking about just the different ways that she's looking to possibly reach out and, and kind of mix things up with her clients, with with new prospects, with new customers. And this is kind of a continuation of that. I don't know that it's necessarily a direct part two. I don't know. Maybe it turns out to be that way. We'll see. It'll be a fun little, little cliffhanger, a little suspense builder. I don't know. Uh, what is really about putting the client at the center and... It is, well, yeah, I mean, we can humanize the thing. We can give a face to it. We can really allow people to identify, you know, this protection with a person. And that's really what, you know, we've hung our hat on, maybe sometimes too heavily in, in some cases of, of that thing. Maybe it is that important. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, I know it's certainly worked for a lot of agencies, and there's basically, you know, that's you know that's what the backbone of the last I mean I don't want to say 30 years I mean it's it's something that we are trying in some ways with you know to get away from that's this is this is actually feels like I'm kind of not saying things what I'm trying to say here is is that this is what insuretech is not right it's not it is and it isn't right we're we're, we're not saying we're humanizing it we're saying we want to make it more efficient and and re- reduce friction and streamline things because it, it is hard to know somebody through a web form, and that is a valid argument. And there, there are certainly, there are certainly uh, things that have not been translated, in my opinion, properly yet. Yet, it might get there, it might not. But until that, you know, until it does, until we figure out a way to allow that humanization process to extend to you know check boxes and you know submit buttons it's really about what works best to figure out how to really get to know your clients what's the most effective way to do that it's just picking up the phone that's always um worked it's just we are so personal it's like we know who our clients are we know who their family is so it's like there's always something to talk about it it, there's not necessarily like a rehearsed approach that's really been it. We've gotten a lot of Google reviews. We've been working on that. You know, hopefully that makes a little bit of a difference when someone does a search. I mean, I don't think I'm doing anything extraordinary, unfortunately, which 
we're working on that. I don't know if I go that far, Michelle, but I do know part of what you were talking about is what my good buddy Carlos Vargas calls frogging. Easy. And that stands for, it's an acronym, let's see if I can get this, uh, Family, Recreation, Occupation, and I don't know, uh, something. I can't remember what the, uh, what the G stands for. Gratitude, that's, I don't know. Anyways, basically... Um, it's Carlos's fancy system for saying, listen, I'm going to reach out to people that are in my circle, that are in my network, and just talk to them about those things, constantly about them, about those things, and, and reach out to them, just picking up the phone and doing that. And it's fantastic. I love it. And, I, and I'm, a big, I'm a big believer in this myself because this might, feel, this might feel like it's a limitation. It's something that isn't scalable. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But it's not something that, you know, needs to be like the only thing you ever do. But there is certainly a time and a place for just a nice, unexpected phone call to just talk. You know, just have a little chat, you know, like, you know, junior high stuff. I mean, that's saying like junior high stuff. But I mean, like, you know, like when I mean, I'm a you know, I'm, I'm of a time and I'm sure there's older people listening when that's like that's like the one way you just you called people like you had to get them on the phone to do things. And it's, it seems strange to even say now. But yes, there was that time when that happened. And you just kind of would talk about some random things and you you'd do that. You can do that. Right. It's very effective. And that phone call. I mean, this entire podcast is based on that simple premise of just picking up the phone and calling somebody. And, and so where, where we're going to get to with Michelle next, and I don't, maybe, maybe this has happened. Maybe this hasn't happened. I'm trying to think of agents that, you know, there's maybe a handful of agents that could probably uh, have maybe pulled this off, but we'll see. Um, but again, it's, it's this, you know, it's not that hard to stand out when you just actually think, you know, hey, I just want to call to talk, and 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 that feeling of and again, it's sometimes it's bothersome, but most of the time when people pick up the phone to talk to you, they're trying to sell you something or trying to interrupt you to push their agenda, as opposed to you kind of helping to guide theirs. And again, uh, this is something that I'm very and I can tell you, you know, just the things that uh, you know happen from this show. You know, when I just randomly call somebody. This is like weird to say, but uh, it sometimes like it throws people off and like they, they have a hard time talking because they don't expect it. Right. They're like, well, wait, why are you calling me? Like one, I'm paying attention to they're actually, you know, just talking, you know, they just it's not something they expected. Right. And, and when you can anytime you can go out of your way to, you know, delight and surprise people, it's always a good day, right? When, when that, that's something that is going to stay with them for not just this week, not just this month, you know, this is a year or two down the road of like where they're going to, and, and again, on the insurance level, I mean, that's, that's a lot of runway, right? That's a lot of mileage for one activity. Uh, but again, that's something you will even, uh, you know, be able to do maybe one or two, once or twice during the year. Again, you do too much and it's like weird. Then you're, then you're trying to be like best friends and, and then you're, you know, you're having sleepovers and it gets, it gets a little weird. So you don't want to do that. Right. But, but, but occasionally strategically, you know, when, when enough time has passed where there's at least a good solid 20 or 30 minutes worth of, of material, that's when it's time to hit, you know, dial up the numbers, make it happen because that's, that's really, you know, an easy way to, make you become a known entity in the community and to really have people say, how could they not have insurance with you? 
I just, I want to like, I just want to be the insurance person in town. I just want it to be like, how do you not have insurance with this girl and this agency? All right. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. And this is, uh, how could you not? That's the mentality. That's the, tr- that's the important thing. I love that. How could you not have this thing happen? How could you not know who Michelle is and Lincoln Insurance? Because if you don't, I mean, something is wrong. You're not doing something right with your life because you clearly are not paying attention. That is the mindset that you're looking to create. And then it's it's once you've gotten that to that point, then it's easier to work your way backwards to creating that experience. And that's something that is hard to admit to or just even say I want or I'm capable of creating. And But here's the thing. This is the important part. Uh, you, there needs to be a singular focus. There needs to be a singular singular focus of, of, of obsession that allows you to operate towards that thing. You need to be singularly focused and obsessed about being the only person that people should want to buy insurance from in that defined town. Again, now for Michelle, it's not really about a niche per se or, or anything. It's There's this certain you know geographical radius in which If it is not with me, like, how could you, like, this is, you know, really just an an indictment on your character at this point. And again, this is where back to, you know, I, I, I'm not saying that this is, you know, we're talking about the phone and everything, but I'm just using this as the example because I, I thought it was a, a really interesting way. And if I was successful, the way I knew I would be successful with this podcast would be is if I were to, if I were to. Basically, I'm, I'm writing my ticket to be able to call up really any agency in the country and have them want to talk to me. That's a little bit of a grand statement. I'm not saying that that has actually happened, but nine times out of 10, when I pick up the phone and actually call somebody, they know, again, it's not who are you, what are you doing? Well, the receptionist generally doesn't know, but the person that I'm calling knows who I am, even though I I'm, I'm probably have never talked to them before. So it's thinking about, and maybe it is starting a podcast, something like this, that, that gets that 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 attention, but it's thinking about how do I create that experience for myself to where it's not only just customers, it's prospects that I can just call up and, and I have a one-way ticket straight on through. And it's that kind of mentality of really blowing things up to where people cannot ignore you. And it, and it takes again, a level of commitment and dedication too. I do think this is back to either a, kind of man manpower just like a force within the community just being in enough places that you care about that that you authentically care about not just to show up to you know get your picture taken and cut a ribbon somewhere that's not what we're talking about uh, but to to show up and actually you know create kind of this unignorable momentum of difference in that community to where it, you cannot be ignored in addition to uh, creating i think content that again is just unavoidable, you know, where it's being found organically, it's being passed around on social, it's being uh, d- delivered in a highly targeted way in some capacity in in, a, in an ads format. That's a nice kind of one, two, three combination. And it's these types of thought processes that really allow you to achieve that awareness and notoriety and uh, there, there has to be more to it, right? And 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 I think there are some people that have mastered it. There are some people that haven't. And, and Michelle's, you know, not giving herself enough credit. I'm I'm pretty sure she's already 
halfway there at least. I'm sure she's more than well on her way there. And it's just really dedicating yourself to that process of what does it look like, you know, when you put your client at the center of this and you really figure out just effective ways to communicate with them and, and create a level of awareness with that communication that nobody else can touch. That even if they tried on their best day, there's not a single thing anybody could do about it. And that's really the attitude. And I, I know it's a little, this is a little bit of like a halftime speech kind of pep talk here, but it's that attitude that is so vital to really achieving that goal because you have to go into it with that to even hope to be successful because even if you're half, you know, even if you're, even if you, if you think you're halfway there, that's still probably a lot farther than any other agent in town is ever going to be able to get. And if you could do one thing, I, I would be curious if, if you could do that and pull that off. If that's something that you think is, you know, on your list, if, if you want to be this person in this town, just blow it up and really dedicate yourself. Be obsessed about it and don't let anybody tell you different. It's been a while since we've had just a good chat about a uh, little social anxiety as everybody prepares to head down to New Orleans in, in really just a handful of days, well, a little more than that, a couple weeks. Uh, I tell you what, this is going to buck normal you know, travel advice and efficiency. However, I think the, the pros are starting to outweigh the cons. I might be early on this trend. I don't know. I'll be honest. I've, I've gotten to a point where I'm, I'm checking the bag 100% of the time now. And even if, it, even if it's uh, carry-on or whatever, I'm just checking it. Because I tell you what, I, there's so many things that I just don't have to worry about anymore because the bag's checked. And everyone else thinks they're, I feel like this is one of those that we finally got the late adopters to like, we're not going to check bags and we're just going to do the carry on thing. Uh, there's just too many people. I just can't handle it. I don't want to have to one worry about getting on the plane early enough. You know, I feel like they, they think like this is like some kind of reward. Hey, you get to board the plane first. Fantastic. I get to just be stuck in this thing, breathing the same recycled air longer than everybody else fantastic now of course i get to be off the plane now but if you've gone ahead and actually got selected seating you've got that nice maybe seat up front then you don't have to worry about it but the point is i don't want to have to get into my seat early to put the, the, the luggage up i don't want to have to do it i don't i don't want to i just want to i just want to linger i want to hang out i want to go grab maybe a bag of peanuts right before boarding i just want really the airport to be my oyster at that point that's it that's all i want and then too really it's just the, the boarding part you know you know, I don't need the anxiety of having to do the the stand-up, pull-down, all-in-one kind of seamless motion and make it look, you know, fancy without really injuring anybody. There's just too much pressure because you sit there the whole time waiting for it to be your turn, knowing that you've got a bag. It might be close to you. It might be far away. You're not really sure. And then you got to pull it down without really, you know, any sort of hiccups. And then if you do, you got like, you know, 30 or 40 people watching. And then you got to roll it down. It's just too many things, too many moving parts. I think it's unnecessary. 25 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever the check bag fee is. You don't have to worry about that. And then you don't have to worry about trying to run. If you're late, you got a connection and you got to make this bag roll with you. That's a whole other thing. Just check the bag. Just check the bag. So there you go. That's my little just tip, my present, my gift to you before you come to elevate. So maybe pack a little, pack a little extra, you know, go on, feel free, go nuts, get a little extra bigger bag, maybe have another outfit on hand because you never know what the weather's going to be like. You just want to have options. Sometimes, you know, the, the plaid isn't going to work for you that day. It just might not, you might not be feeling it. 
So go ahead, pack like crazy for Elevate. Have a good time, and uh, let's let's put on the Sunday best. And look forward to seeing everybody there. If you haven't got your ticket yet, just a few handful left. Head on over to elevateconference.com. Grab one for yourself, and I look forward to seeing you guys there.